And welcome to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How are you guys doing? All right. Not bad. Uh, I know we're all exhausted because we all talked about it before show. <laughs> and each one of us exhausted for a totally different reason. See, this, this episode is brought to you by the Lothcat video. We're all just going to, we're going to run the audio from the Lothcat video. All of us just sit back, watch it, and relax. And by the letter. Yeah. And then one. take bets on how long it takes us to fall asleep. <laughs> Who falls asleep first? Uh, in the past, that would have been me. <laughs> usually was <laughs> back in the day. The early yeah, in the day. past, it wasn't betting on who would fall asleep. It was waiting to see how long until Mike did fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not going to fall asleep, but oh, God, my freestyle alarm. Calling or something? No, it's my freestyle alarm telling me your sugars are low. Uh, and for the record, I, it's saying my sugars are 60 and dropping, which means they're actually around 80. So the sensor's always off by 20 with me. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The sensors, the sensors, the growth for telling you if you're dropping or not, dropping or rising, they tend to be off by, uh, they say anywhere between 10 to 10 to 20. Mm. And I've been consistently 15 to 20. I'm going to have to let my wife know about that from when she gets hers. Yeah. Uh, I would say like the first, first few hours. Uh, well, which one is she getting? The freestyle two or three? I don't know yet. If she could get the three, it's great. Because then she doesn't have to, I don't know if you remember a few years ago when y'all were down, I was like, Melissa and I were constantly tapping our arm. Mm. The the three is a constant stream to the phone. Mm. So you don't have to worry about it. So if she could get the three, it's great. Big, big difference. And uh, it'll still give you the alerts. But even, even with the three, I still find that I'm 15 to 20 points off. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, I mean, if she wants to get a rough idea, she uh she can still finger test the first week that she gets it and compare. Mm. I'll give her an idea of where she's at. Mm. I mean, I'm I'm sitting at sixty, so I'm worried a hair, but I usually don't worry until I drop below, hit fifty nine or below. Mm. Bitch. See now I'm back. I, I jumped up to sixty one, but it says I'm dropping. So <laughs> go figure, right? <laughs> um it was weird. Last night I, I drank a protein shake right before bed, trying to help counter some of this and i jumped to like a high of like 185 whoa yeah and then 15 minutes later i get a low alert that i'm down to 60 something like okay so i'm also wondering too did i put the sensor in the wrong spot because i'll do it as well oh interesting yeah they tell they tell you you want to put it um on top of muscle mass Mm. and i might be slightly off the muscle mass for me but enough medical talk (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it's fascinating for everyone at home, everyone listening, but two B one would be excited or two one B would be excited. Certainly. Um check out the homepage, wookieradio.net. Support our affiliates like Biddy Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks for fifteen percent off your purchase of Bluetooth speakers. Uh, at Rebel Sabers, use code Wookie for ten percent off all your lightsaber needs. And appreciate the fact that y'all are hitting these websites and checking out the websites and driving traffic. If y'all are buying something from these folks, take advantage of the code. Use the code. Save yourself some money. Anything. I understand some of it's ten percent, but anything's a savings. Mm-hmm. Anything's a savings. Uh, it helps. You. It helps us. Well, it, it helps us because it lets us know it lets us know that y'all are paying attention to the show. Right. Uh, Red Flag Workshop. Use code Smuggler three for twenty five percent off your purchase there. Uh, stickers, patches, key rings. Also, too, hangar fifty eight dot com. Use code Wookie Radio for ten percent off uh, geek related performance wear. Uh, mind you, it's all European cut. So here in the U.S., you may want to go up a size in whatever you order, unless you th- like things super tight. Well, also it's performance wear, so you would really do want it a little bit tighter. I I like the performance wear for the um, wicking aspect. Yeah, but I don't I don't want it compression tight. That makes sense. If if I'm going to do compression, then I'm going to use Under Armour or a Reebok, where it's got a little bit more stretch and give. Where this is just a wicking shirt, which they're great. They're very cool. And I'm not saying that in the they're awesome, cool, but temperature cool as well. Uh, they are very awesome that way. 
I got to raise my monitors up some. Um, which I got to do that later because I can't do it now. Um, also, to Jersey Ninja, use code WeebyGeeks for 10% off hockey jerseys, basketball jerseys, hoodies. Uh, they just introduced some performance wear polos, other performance wear uh, joggers, and stuff like that. Check them out. And if you play hockey, um, check them out for uh, they're just starting to carry some hockey socks to go with some of their jerseys as well. So uh, I will definitely be getting um, socks to go with my Chrysanthemum jersey and my Kessel Run jersey since I will wear those when when playing because yes I do play well not right now because I'm sitting at home on medical leave because of foot surgery but once I'm clear I will be back because I did make my return to the ice after 13 and a half years back in August knowing that you'd have to leave the ice in a couple months I did not realize I would but two days before surgery I, I got my last session in so I got some time in before I uh, before I uh, <laughs> got cut open. So um, so yeah, that's our affiliates. Please go check them out. Please go support them. Oh, I forgot. There was a question I had for you guys um, before we get into the stories. Sure. You ever? Uh, do you guys ever watch the YouTube channel uh, Secret Galaxy? Dan mm-hmm. Larson does the videos on um, old uh, car- cartoons and movies and TV shows and stuff. There's no. like three on, on them. De- definitely check out Secret Galaxy. But last week, I believe his video was about Akira, the history of Akira and everything about it. Mm-hmm. Well, at the end of the video, he was talking about um, the possibility of a live action Akira movie, which has they've been trying to get in the works for like 20 yes. years. Yeah, but I guess one of the newer, one of the latest directors to take take it on was Taika Waititi. Yes, attached yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. But somehow, that's been in the last five years. Yeah, I don't think this has ever been confirmed anywhere. But according to his video, um, Taika Waititi said that he would have to wait till after he gets his Star Wars project done. And according to the um, this YouTube channel, which I don't know, if, it's probably not official at all. They said it was due in 2026. Hmm. Have you guys heard anything about this? Uh, date on it, so I wasn't sure. I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, there's a rumor that there's a movie coming that year. We we know Filoni has the Mandoverse movie. Yeah. The, well, the Mandalorian. We the Man- right now it's the Mandalorian okay. movie. Oh yeah, they did say 2026 on that one, didn't they? Or I believe so. 2026, I believe. Oh, I thought that one was 25. Either way, it's like I had never, I had not heard anything about Tycho is even still moving on. Last I heard, it was still like hiding, or floating around, getting written. Uh, no, he's, still, he's still doing it. His has got to be the fourth. His has got to be the fourth, the fourth one that hasn't been given a release date because uh, someone else who's doing the High Republic film. Yeah. Um, or not the High Republic, the uh, early Dawn of the Man- Jedi. Yeah. Um, Oh, huh? Mangled is doing the Donald yes. Jonas film. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And then uh, we have the the new, say the, the new, new Jedi Order with uh, with Ray comes out yeah. as well. It's not a part of the saga. It's this whole new set of stories. Well, yeah, it's it's not part of, I don't know. I still see all the Star Wars movies as part of the saga. Right. But it, it's not. It's not officially a Skywalker film. It's not. Yeah, pertain, it's, not it's not pertaining to the, the Skywalker legacy. Which is interesting since Ray is a Skywalker now. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think it's doing anything to continue the story of the family because yeah. technically she's not. She she's taken the name to honor Luke and Leia, but that's about it. Yeah. She's still a Palpatine. Which which is fine because it, I think it's definitely time to move on from I, I, yeah, I I think what we're getting with with this film is kind of what we initially wanted after Returning the Jedi, and that was let's get movies about the building of the Jedi Order with Luke. Mm. It has nothing to do Honestly. with the original trilogy. Right? Sure, characters Honestly. are there, but everything I say, I've not heard anything at all about other than him saying he's doing it and that it was going to be um, not what everybody expects from him or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, we've not heard any details in a time frame or anything for his. Nope. Which I kind of like. I mean, I think I've said for a while that um, the mistake, one of the major mistakes with Star Wars so far has been putting dates on when the movies are coming. Yeah. Yeah. Wait yeah, until, just, I mean, if you're a year out from it and you're already in filming, then yeah, you can give us a release date because you know you can hit that target. Yeah. But don't rush what you're doing. No, it's it's kind of like what they've been doing with with like the Marvel shows, where they'll where they'll say uh, for the longest time they'll say, "Oh, it's coming out in 2024," and then they won't tell you when until like it's almost here. Yeah, well, that's Bad Batch. We found out what two, three weeks ago. Right, and it comes out in at the end of the month. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
But you know, with some of this, I'd almost rather have it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Work on the film. Take your time. At this point, I mean, I understand filming and post and everything, pre-production, principal photography, pickup photography, post-production, all that moves a lot quicker than it did when the original trilogy came out. And even when the prequel trilogy came out. Right. Cool. Let us know, hey, we started filming. Awesome. I like that news. Cool. Production, pre-production's over. They started principal photography. They started doing pickup shots, mm-hmm. et cetera. Awesome. That means within six months to a year is going to be in post. Yeah. I mean, Potentially. When, when Lucas was putting out like the prequels, we knew well ahead of time when those were supposed to be coming out. But modern day film marketing is a totally different animal. Because right. of the way, um, the, way um, the internet works... You don't have to tell someone and and like at this year, we're going to put this movie out. So they're getting excited. They're going to be because the way the Internet works, the people that are looking forward to this are going to be excited already know it's coming. Right. You don't have to put a date on it. You could drop it um, next week and you'll sell out a theater. Sell right. out all the theaters because people know it's coming. They're just waiting for when. And they don't need to know you, until you're almost there. Right. And that way you can also like let out little little tidbits about it at a time and and for mm-hmm. and for star wars you can make it an event again yeah but what was point, it a couple years point. ago when netflix was it stranger things or something that they dropped like the day after the no no it was the um the cloverfield movie they dropped the trailer at the super bowl and put the movie up the next day yeah mm-hmm. well and it actually and it, and it went huge for netflix oh cobra kai uh one season it's like wait season's out already mm-hmm. yeah when did this yeah. happen so people will so. find it yeah let us know when it goes to production but don't tell us when it's coming yeah until you until you are finalized and you know you're in the can that way you're not setting fan expectations of oh it's got to be out by just by christmas of 2026 and if it doesn't hit christmas 2026 it's a failure because that's the way fans are these days i mean look no, 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 no. that's the way some fans are these days right there's many of us. I, I would say the majority of us are not like that. Yeah, but I mean, but they're not. We're not the ones they're listening to. Prime example though is the Marvels. Look at how many different release dates that had. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I, I would, I would, I would say Black Widow, but COVID, COVID hit that. One. Well, look at Dune too. Yeah, it was supposed to have been out four months ago. Yeah, but you also had the writers strike and everything. Yeah, right. But the Marvels was already complete, and they still they still ended up putting it out because I think they got to the point of movies finished. We can't delay any any more. We've already pushed it back three times, and we're not going to let this fall potentially be the reverse of Top Gun Maverick. Wasn't it the writers strike or the um, SAG strike that bumped that back too? Because they really couldn't do the marketing that they like to do with everybody hitting all the talk shows and stuff because the actors couldn't go. No, right. uh, it was already pushed back to uh, almost near holiday release. Oh, by that point, it was already on the third pushback. I just I just found it interesting that I don't know where he got his information, but he had that it was a 2026. So it's where any of these people got their information. Yeah. It's, it, again, not one of our stories, but um, I went to show Zoe the because it just popped up today very quick teaser on on youtube uh the moana 2 teaser i didn't know there was moana 2 did not know either until today and they said oh by the way it's coming out in november <laughs> what well that's a year away that's a no. right time this november yeah okay okay yeah, so months away. But still nine now that that's yeah. that's a that's a little quick for uh for that, that means this has already been in production for a while yeah Animation well, wise, like Disney animation is not people aren't following it as much as like they used to on some stuff, but then is Moana too. So, right, but it's going straight to theaters. Yeah, it is it's going like to when theaters. Wish came out. I've, I've still yet to see a trailer for Wish, <laughs> it's already done and gone. Yeah, well, look at Elemental, same I thing. Also don't watch, um, I, I also have seen a trailer for I saw trailers for Wish. Yeah, I saw a couple. But I also don't watch most yeah. kids' channels that they brought it on. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this: merchandise for Wish came and gone real quick in the parks. Yeah. It wasn't selling; they pulled it quick. No, it came. It didn't go anywhere. It's in a warehouse. Yeah. No, they had it. They had it out in the parks, but they pulled it quick because it wasn't selling. Yeah. Well, the reason I brought that up about that channel, Secret Galaxy, is because they do actually. You, if you watch the shows, they do a really good job of researching and make making sure their information is correct when they're. I mean, like I said, most of their stuff's historical, but right. Usually, but, if you set something on there, it's pretty accurate. But I, I still put that in the 
the category of rumors and speculation. But yeah, it's just like um, he wasn't making an announcement on the show. It's just something that, as part of his story, he was that was just right. dropped in. Um, WDW News Today, which is where I was going. We we saw a thing for them. They were talking about C three PO on the Star Cruiser, and you know we just had MegaCon here in town, here in Orlando. Yeah, and. Apparently, at the panel that Anthony Daniels was at, he mentioned how he did some motion capture stuff for the Star Cruiser. Hmm. Didn't say when it was done. It's just he had done some. Right. Well, then everyone, then WDW, Tom at WDW News Today, which I'm going to call him out because <laughs> it's his show, his thing. And sorry, Tom, but this is where I'm going I'm to call you out for. Well, I'm just going to call you out because it's, you are who you are. Um, he, he then puts up, you know, here's a picture of Anthony Daniels months before the Star Cruiser opened wearing a, a new motion capture suit. And then a picture with him with the engineering team, uh, Imagineering team in London. Hmm. But you know, I could be wrong because I was only there a short time, but I could have sworn I remember seeing, or maybe not seeing, but hearing audio clips, which means they were on video, C-3PO and R2-D2 during bridge training that he may have been involved with. But other than that, I mean, is there other things he's done to bring it in? And they're going, oh, could this all have been a part of making an original trilogy? Uh, hello, folks. Remember, C-3PO was still around in the sequels. Thank you. Also, too, how do we know he was doing it for that and not doing and, and how would he know if he was doing it for that and not doing it or something with Rise of Resistance or even potentially doing something for, for Star Tours? He doesn't know. His Disney keeps it a secret yeah. unless they flat out told him, oh, this is for this, which Imagineering may have and may not have. Who knows? Depends on if he had any lines for that. Exactly. You know? I mean, for him to say, I did stuff on the Star Cruiser. Well, I believe, yes, he, there was stuff with him on the Star Cruiser. It could have been for a future update or even something on the media. There could the, have the onboard holonet on the um, TVs or something. Could have been. Very could easily been. could have been. Any number of things. That's the thing. So, um, so yeah, it, it's just because he mentioned it here. Of course, he's going to mention it here. This is where the Star Cruiser was. He knows that. He could get a rise out of people with it. Of course, I would too. So, uh, but let's get into our stories, shall we? Bum, bum, bum. Uh, I'm going to say our collectible stories that we're going to cover, collectibles and games. Uh, these are going to come, uh, these are going to be brought to you by Jersey Ninja. Again, use code WeebyGeeks for 10% off your purchase. Uh, Hasbro Pulse saw this and I, I tried to share it with you guys as quickly as I could. I got the email. So did I. I, I just wasn't, I didn't share the email right away because I forgot about that because it was popping up all over the place on Facebook. I'm like, eh, let me share it this way too. Um, they are doing vintage collection. It's pre-order now. I am so excited for this. And I personally am going to wait until it's past pre-order. Um, but coming to the vintage collection, the E-Wing with the droid uh, KE, is it KE2 and 4? KE4 and 4. KE4 KE and 4. And I wanted any time you guys want me to stop for us to discuss, just let me know. Here is the audio from Hasbro's video about the E-Wing. Of course, putting the music here is... Hey there, Great, everybody. But Just wanted to give you a very special Hasbro Pulse deep dive into the E-Wing that you just saw revealed. Got a ton of great detail in here. Lots of little stuff to talk about. Super cool to get this vehicle finally in the Star Wars universe outside of the expanded universe. It's in canon, and we've got a great look at it here. So for our version, we've gone and, and worked from those files from ILM. Again, great partners with Lucasfilm. You've heard us say that time and time again. This is another prime example of that. All this detail on the body, the panel lines, the scale, everything about this is grounded in those files and that great reference. Um, for this ship, I'll just run you through some of the features. You're going to be seeing lots of photos of this show up. But some of the stuff, the slide forward canopy, just like we see in this show, that Again, like awesome. all the, the great detail on this, you see a bunch of the little graphics, all that little artwork kind of peppered all over this thing. Again, pulled from those original sources. Figure fits in there. A little bit more on that, I'm going to pipeline something for you here in a bit on a pilot for this. 
But the included figure that comes with this is Lieutenant Callahan's droid. So you saw this droid get some really fun screen time as Sabine's racing towards this thing, and this droid's reacting to that. But the droid comes with this new special sculpt for the head, and in the back of this ship, you'll see that the back lifts off, so you get that, that fun detail panel there. Then there's the droid socket in the back, so you can put your droid in. Slide that in, put this panel back on, and you can, you can recreate that, that droid nestled right in there. But part of that, in that rear panel coming off, I'll take that off again here so I can show you this. If this you take is really a, cool. a look down inside the back there, there's a little cargo area. So I wanted to give I you guys a little bit of space to store some of those random accessories and stuff that we all end up with, with our TBC figures. Nice little hidden thing that's not quite in-universe, but a fun place to, to bury some things and play with some, some added features. The ship also has retractable gear. So this is a, an earlier prototype, so the front landing gear is a little bit different on the ones you guys will be getting, but not much. It just folds a little different. The, the rear landing gear, you see the doors here. Fold down inside, the gear doors fold up. Lots of great detail down inside each of those. So, fun details all around. All right, so I said I wanted to, to give you guys a little bit of a pipeline for something else coming. So, no ship would be complete without its pilot. So, I want a pipeline that we are doing Lieutenant Callahan to go with this, this ship. So, you'll have the very specific pilot to go with this ship and this droid. So... More details on Lieutenant Callahan and how she will appear later, but that is coming, so confirm that for you guys. You will not be with a pilotless ship. Pre-orders start today at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Pre-orders on HasbroPulse.com will be open until March 5th at 11.59 p.m. That's how you guarantee you get one of these ships through HasbroPulse.com. Later in the year, you'll also be able to get them through the Disney parks and through Shop Disney. Lots of options for this, but again, to guarantee those orders, HasbroPulse.com before March 5th at 11.59 p.m. All right, so that's a quick look at the E-Wing in a little extra detail there. Give you guys one last spin. We've got some great detail on the back of the ship. These engines, all this beautiful stuff. So super fun addition to the line. This will sit great next year all your other TVC vehicles. So, really cool, thanks, and we will talk to you guys again next time. I I want this. <laughs> this looks yeah. gorgeous. I was wondering what the, because in the pictures, one, it doesn't show the landing gear. Right. The pictures on the website, but also the um, that cargo pod area behind the droid. I was wondering what was going on with that, because it shows the, the empty spot there, but you can't tell, it's like, why is that there or anything else? That you can't tell that that panel actually covers the droid, everything but the um, dome. Right. But fact that it's, they've kind of gone old school from like when we were kids. It's a spot to actually, as he said, to put accessories. And where he said that's and, not, and, not canon there. It's like, how do you know that they we know all fighters have a cargo area. Right. Where's but, that? <laughs> but remember they, they had, they built this right off the I know. ILM prints, but this thing looks gorgeous. I will be getting it once it comes to the parks. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now, ninety bucks, hundred bucks, ninety nine, ninety nine. Oh yeah, sorry, okay. that's about eighty. I just brought up the um, what you call it, the video on my YouTube over here, <laughs> so I can actually see what he was doing with it. Um, I wait till the Micro Galaxy version comes out. That one would be a cool one too. I I almost wish they would make this one and put drop it into Galaxy's Edge as well. Yeah. This would be cool to have in Galaxy's Edge since it will be quote unquote a new Republic ship. It's always been a new Republic ship. They sure. just originally officially made a canon. Um, now, on the Star Wars Vintage Collection Facebook page that I'm on, someone said, Here's a good reason why to buy two E Wings and the Ahsoka Disney four pack. This is RD3, which we talked about last week, is the droid that's got that same head as SK and Noah. Mm hmm. Belongs to Captain Porter, who is the E-wing pilot, uh, the lead E-wing pilot on the show. Ah, uh, okay. So get another one and customize KE four to something different, or leave one card and the other one loose, and then you have RD three to go into the other ship. I'm down with that. Let's get it's Captain Porter cool too. Actually made it so the um, canopy stays connected and slides forward. Yeah. 
Well, and I like the fact too, you know, that kind of gives the vibe of the modern fighters as well. Yeah. You know, even, even with, you know, the modern aircraft, you know, fighter craft that we have, you know, Gen 4, Gen 5 across the world, can't be slide forward. Whereas in the old days, everything lifted up. So, I mean, or some lifted up. Uh, I, I like that vibe. Yeah. This looks amazing. The details look absolutely amazing. Yeah. I would I would even consider buying some old Luke Skywalker figures and changing the jumpsuits to blue to throw into this. The old vintage. <laughs> to, to give it vintage vibe. Yeah, you know, the the old retro vibe. But I there hasn't been a a smaller craft for the vintage collection that's come out in a while that I really have been excited about. And this is it. Is there anybody else who watches these Hasbro Pulse videos and is reminded of QVC? Yeah, a little bit. It's like QVC videos, but one you actually want to see. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I also got today the um, 2024 Hasbro book. Ah. So I'm, I haven't gone through it yet. Uh, so, um, Fall of 2024 is when this is going to come out, according to the lookbook. Also, two coming uh, Star Wars Epic Hero Series action figures. Uh, these are the four-inch scale. Uh, there will be a Black Series Yoda Force Effects Elite Electronic Lightsaber, a Sabine Wren Force Effects Electronic Lightsaber, the Mandalorian Dual Attack Gauntlet, uh, Lightsaber Forge Kyber Core Balin Skull Lightsaber, also Sabine Wren and Luke Skywalker, uh, and these are like 15 bucks. Uh, also a Sokotano and a Dark Saber, but apparently you're going to be able to see the crystals inside of as well. Uh, and let me also add to Darth Vader's, which I think is funny. Ahsoka, Sabine, Luke's all fifth. Oh, Ahsoka's is 28 bucks. Luke, Ahsoka, 15, Dark Dark Saber, 28, Vader's 28. Um, and then also to Star Wars Droidables R5-D4 is coming out. And it will have Rocket's head back and forth, slide side to side, even in a circular motion to discover more than 20 different reactions, happy, sad, excited, maybe even some hidden surprises. There are three others in the line, R2-D2, BBA, and Chopper. So after show, I will forward you guys a copy of this look. Cool. Because, I mean, it is literally everything. Um, I'm just going through everything real quick, see if there's any games for Star Wars scene thing uh they do list some 50th anniversary dungeons and dragons stuff coming out mm. um outdoor play nerf uh nothing nerf star wars no thanks i don't do outdoor play <laughs> uh nostalgia my little pony yay so i'm always like my little demon's better i i'm <laughs> i'm not a brony i respect bronies don't get me wrong i respect bronies it's just not I only knew as much as I did because Zoe for the longest time was a huge My Little Pony fan. Sure. That's I, have cool. a, I have a friend who's the artist that actually does the My Little Demons. <laughs> they, they make it look like My Little Ponies, but they're like demon ponies. Oh, okay. really? The, on, the yeah, only. No, I was just saying, I think I saw I've seen some of those before. The, the only My Little Pony I would truly want is the one that was voiced by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> it's the cutie marks and accordion for Al. That I would be in, interested in getting. So, um, game wise, how about the Mandalorian meets Rocket League? <laughs> that always looks like an interesting game, but it's not one that I think I could actually be good at ever. Yeah. I don't think I could either. Um, Lucasfilm and Psionic announced today that characters in the iconography from the Mandalorian are blasting onto Rocket League in a special limited time event called Mandalorian Mayhem. Running February 7th through 21st, it will feature a bounty of cosmetic surprises and a new mode for fans of the Disney Plus series. Uh, players can look forward to challenges to unlock Mandalorian-inspired toppers, including Mando's helmet and jetpack and Grogu, uh, player banners, and other items. Decals such as Din Djarin and Boba Fett, plus Mythosaur wheels and Whistling Bird's goal explosion, and even more will be available in the item shop. Finally, the new 3 versus 3 limited time mobile G-Force frenzy will see cars zooming through the air as they complete as they compete. Cool. I did watch a trailer for this. It looks like a blast. I may have to get into this so I could try and get some of these. And it may be too little too late. So then Valentine's Day is right around the corner. And this is, comes from StarWars.com. The Valentine's Day gift guide. <laughs> Cufflinks by Box Launch. Box Launch. 
the I love you, I know cufflinks. I have a keychain that that has that. It's a, the rebel symbol, and it's in two pieces. And I have one, and Nancy has one that say that I love you, and I know. I want to redo these shirts for Melissa and I, where it's Han and Leia. It says, why you scruffy looking, dot, dot, dot. And then the Han says, who's scruffy looking? <laughs> that would be perfect for Melissa. Not that we don't love each other. It's just the I love you, I know is it's us, but it's not us. The whole scruffy looking is more us than that's why it's oh, our yes, we've seen you. That's why it's our text tones. Um from Build a Bear, Grogu Valentine's plush. Okay, is it me or those really weird, creepy looking eyes? <laughs> the way creepy. they did that. They're creepy looking <laughs> eyes. Even Zoe's is creepy, but she loves it. Um for your dogs from Chewy, hide and seek puzzle plushy squeak dog toy. This would be great if my dogs didn't destroy plush toys that's, like this. That's my problem. Is I, I is like I'm not spending real money on something that's going to last about six minutes. Uh, and I got a Chihuahua, and she still destroys it in less than ten minutes. Depends on which dog. Just find the squeaker. Huh? For me, it depends on which dog. Well, Cassie has to find the squeaker. Oh, all three of mine have to find the squeaker. Uh, from Diff Eyewear, Princess Leia sunglasses. These look pretty cool. Yeah. Funko Pop. What makes a Princess Leia other than the fact that they call it Princess Leia? Yeah. Um, Website just better pictures of it. The uh, rose gold tinted lenses in the gold metal cat eye frames. Um, well, that and actually, if you look at on the um, arms, there's actually a little rebel, rebel logo, and there's some other stuff, too. It's not yeah. just... I thought just they put the name on it and made a special design for Princess Leia, but there was, you know what I mean? It's part of it, but I mean, they go into more stuff than that. Yeah. Uh, Valentine Chocolate Pops by Funko. Mm. <laughs> These look pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, I am on their site, and apparently the only ones for Star Wars is Han Solo and Princess Leia. Uh, of course. But there's also Mickey Mouse. How much pop? Yeah, hang on. They're, they're 12 bucks oh, they're each. That's not bad. There's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it's typical. Jack Skellington, mm. Sally, Han and Leia. <laughs> uh, from Girls Crew, Sparks Fly Bracelet. I had to look at these two or three times to make sh- to see what it was that it was actually shaped as and stuff. Uh, C-3PO, R2-D2, MB. Yeah. But it, it's, it's hard to tell. Once you see it once, you, you see it every time now. Yeah. It's C-3PO with hearts for eyes. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it can, and it could be yours for $58. How much? $58. It's not bad. No. Or they have the um, afterpay. So you can pay four interest-free payments of fourteen fifty each. Ooh. Um, Hallmark, Valentine's classroom set. Together, you and your child can rule the Valentine's Day with Star Wars-themed cards and a coordinated light-up mailbox with sounds. Adorable. Where was That's this when we were kids? Yeah, when we were kids, it didn't come with a box. You had to, you had to just a sheet paper bag that you took crayons and <laughs> decorated. Yep. Uh, from Hot Topic, you're the Obi Wan for me T-shirt. Oh. <laughs> and of course, they got the mullet Obi Wan on it. Yep. Naturally. From Love Pop, I choose you pop up card. Mm. And it's Chewbacca. And the pop up Chewie even has the springy hearts on his head. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then finally, from Star Wars Fine Jewelry, Guardians of Light Pennant. This would be a tie-in to uh, High Republic, right? I actually like that. It doesn't say anything about High Republic, but that's what that looks like. That's one of those those deals where if you didn't know it was Star Wars, you wouldn't know it was Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Well, originally when it when I was reading Guardians of, I'm like, are you, why are they doing Guardians of the Galaxy? The Star Wars article. <laughs> yeah, that's where my mind went before my until I read Light. But even still, it's very subtle. Mm. Um, ah, I see what they, what they're doing with that. That's actually supposed to be the um, the Jedi logo without the wings, basically. Oh, oh, okay. That's the star or the cross or whatever the star that's in the center of the wings usually. Gotcha. Yeah. Still, it's a very subtle, it's a gorgeous piece. Yeah. $350. But considering it's one-tenth carat TW white diamond silver and 10 carat gold, rose gold. And it could be yours for $350. Uh, I think it's one-tenth carat total weight. Yeah. Still. 
It's not bad. White diamonds and silver with the rose gold for the. Yeah. And then uh, it's two tone silver. Yeah. And then finally for collectibles, but also kind of fits into the books. Marvel set to launch Ahsoka comic adaptation. So she is getting her season one being adapted into an eight part run. In, by Marvel Comics, which is totally misleading from story I read earlier that Ahsoka was getting her own story. <laughs> well, she is getting a comic series. It's just retelling what happened on TV. Right. That's what I was wondering. It's like, why, I would almost rather they um, did her own series, but maybe a backstory for the TV series or something. Yeah. Tell stories for this. Right. Yeah. I like so, when they do the in-between stuff. Same, in same, same thing with Obi-Wan. Same thing with, uh, well, Mandalorian. Same thing. I mean, while it's cool and it's kind of a throwback to when we were younger, having the adaptations of the films. I don't want it now. I want original tales. If I want to see adaptations, I'm going to watch the original thing. Yeah. Well, that was the difference when we were kids doing watch it or reading comics. Like um, I still have, it's really beat up, but I have a copy of the giant empire strikes back comic book. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there were still things over here sitting on the shelf falling apart, but um, just like the Star Wars ones was a lot of, especially the Star Wars movies, VHS and the videotape was out, but everybody didn't have it yet. Right. So if you didn't catch it in the theater, the only way to know the story was to read it somewhere. Yeah. So comics gave you that chance. Well, if you're for for all movies, just about if you remember movies returned into a comic book. If you remember too, the original film had a deleted Boba Fett scene. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of it is because Marvel was working off the original shooting script, not the um, finished product. Right. They also had the whole uh, scene between Luke and Biggs. Yeah. Which is how I'm like, I remember this distinctly because I read it. I saw the art there. I'm like, why do I remember it? Even though I do believe it was never in the film. So I read it and Jabba the Hutt was yet another different looking character. I believe those were in here also. Uh, very well. Could be. Novelization. Could be. But Jabba the Hutt was, looked even different then, which I would love Kenner to make that or Kenner Hasbro to make that figure as well in three and three quarter inch. Let's get the stages of job of job of the hut, the comic version, the original actor version, and then the slime ball, <laughs> the giant slug. Yep. If they did that, then yeah, I would go out of my way to collect all three of them. I've not seen the newest version of um, a new hope on, um, on Disney plus, but I saw a meme sometime this week that showed four versions of the Jabba scene from that one. And did they make another change to it? He's a little skinnier. They made two changes. They added um, the Jabba originally. And then for, I think, the DVD version, they actually made him look a little bit better, basically. But this one showed a, um, a fourth one from like 03 or 2022 or 2023 that actually switched. And it may have been um, them doing it themselves, but switched Jabba from the actual physical there to an actual um, the walking hollow projector. So Jabba is standing there. That way, when Han walks behind him and stuff, he mm. messes with the hologram, but Jabba's not actually sit, standing there. They they may have because <laughs> that would uh, that would definitely fix the whole really really bad jumpy Han that when he stepped over yeah. Jabba <laughs> and get rid of that stupid face that Jabba makes. Yeah, but it also makes more sense because I can fix this now. I can answer my own question because I'll just do, while we're talking I can bring it up on Disney Plus and, th- and that would make sense because it always seems like by the time we see him in Return of the Jedi, um, Jabba never left the palace unless it was for something big. Yeah, like no, the Bunta v- like the Bunta Eve classic. But to go hunt down one of your smugglers no, is not yeah. something yeah. big. Yeah. Not if you just had a sent a bounty hunter after him that you killed. Let's see here, New Hope. Hey, turn off sound. While you're looking that up, mm-hmm. how about this one? And at this point, I'm almost not surprised by this. Elon Musk is funding Gina Carano in a lawsuit against Disney over her firing from The Mandalorian. That's interesting because um, we've talked a while about the possibility of um, of Disney finally um, bringing her back and doing these other things. But it's like all this is going to do is guarantee that they'll never do it. Nope. Well, it seems like the, the push on this is actually coming more from Elon Musk with Gina Carano, Gina Carano going, yeah, OK, you're going to pay for it. I'll do it. Whatever. Yeah, they, they still have the really terrible version of um, job. I mean, it's a little smoother than it was originally, but not by much. But I, I think I've seen what you were talking about, though. 
I think it's I think it's just a meme that someone um, it was their wishful thinking. Or Jabba has appeared somewhere else in a holographic form. But it was a wa- they used a walking hollow projector like what the Nomodians were using. Was it maybe in the Clone Wars? I don't know. Anyway. See if I can find the picture. It was on Facebook, but that doesn't mean anything. Um, so we're not going to go into details of why Gina Carano was let go and whatnot. We're not going to bring that up. Uh, I do find it interesting that, well, I find it interesting, but I'm not surprised that uh, Elon Musk is funding this, especially with the way he's been about free speech and part of the reason why he bought Twitter to change it to X. But the interesting part of this is Bob Iger's reaction to this. Uh, Iger responds with, um, where is his statement? Uh, or his reaction? There is. Okay. So the story, so yeah, the story says, you know, Iger uh, okay. in an interview simply responded none before moving the conversation on. Well, here's the problem. This wasn't Iger's battle to begin with. This was Chapik, who was CEO at the time. It was his fight. So, I mean, could he rectify it? Sure. Will he? I doubt it. It'd be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I just dropped a video in there about the, what we were just talking about. The, it is actually, it's a YouTube video. It's a fan edit that did it, but they okay. put the four different versions of the scene side by side. Okay. And it's amazing how good the, um, the hologram one looks compared to the other two. Right. Um, then Ewan McGregor has bad news about season two. Yes, he does. Because I would love to do the second season, but there's no talk of it yet. There's a lot going on at Disney. Uh, as he said in a panel, at Gothenburg Film Festival, which is funny. Oh, this is from the 30. 30- How did we miss this? This is from the 31st of January. Yeah. So I was going to say, he was just here in Orlando <laughs> for Megacon. I was thinking this might have been from Megacon. Um, but I'm thinking we may have covered this before. Uh, it doesn't sound familiar. Well, that would have been last week, so. Sure. I know I talked about it on Cupid's as a Fringe, but that's about all I remember. Um, this really isn't a surprise, though, because uh, we've... There's been rumors that they've talked about it, but that's all there has ever been. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with Ahsoka season two. Oh, it's been talked about. Oh, it's happening. And until, I I won't even say until pre-production, until production starts, I don't believe it. I don't believe it until they actually release it. (laughs) Well, there's that too. There's been plenty of stuff that they've filmed and it just sits there. Hmm. Fantastic Four, 1994. Roger Corman. Um, Also. I need to watch that. That was such a great film. Yeah, that one's fun. That one, that one's got, I think, the best essence of the Fantastic Four in it. Yeah, yeah. Despite the fact that it's kind of cheesy, this it, is Roger Corman. It, it's more than kind of cheesy. Is it better than the um? Yes, the Justice League pilot from the nineties. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. One with Guy Gardner, who looks like Kyle Rayner, but has Hal Jordan's personality. <laughs> Yeah, definitely better than that. So now we know that Green Lantern is multiple personalities. That's what this one feels like. If you <laughs> if you know Green Lanterns at all and you watch this, it's like, what in the world is this? Yeah. <laughs> they just combined all the Green Lanterns into one. Um, Basically. So back in 2020, which was uh, and then became stagnated for years, was... Star Wars Lando series was announced, though last year saw some excitement when reports revealed that not only would Donald Glover be returning to the project, but it would develop the project with his brother, Steven. I remember that. Well, now the project would now be a movie instead of a series. After the years of delays, Glover has, could have understandably parted ways from the galaxy far, far away. Though he recently detailed how he loves the characters and his family's excitement for the franchise encouraged him to return. Mm-hmm. Um, as Glover says, uh, Maya Erskine from his Mr. and Mrs. Smith co-star, and I talk about NOS a lot, NOS a lot. It's the only power you have in the industry. But I said yes because I like the characters, and my kids love Star Wars. Uh, Glover shares with The Hollywood Reporter. And at this point, I know when something's going to be good, because you're really fighting the industry when you put your imprint on the franchise of that magnitude. Uh, It's not like I was going to say, and it's not like I hate the industry, but now I'm like, do I hate the industry? (laughs) I don't think he hates the industry. I think he hates the politics involved, Mm. which is what a lot of this sounds like it is. So so yeah, now it's going to go from a series to a movie. Cool. I I would like to see it. Yeah, that'd be fun. And my opinion, throw it out there, Donald, get Ron Howard to direct it. Yeah. Mm. 
So, um, then for me, kind of a final note. Well, I, I have some actual somewhat breaking news from like three hours ago. Okay. I was just doing a quick thing. Um, I guess Bob Iger's earnings, first quarter earnings call was today. Yeah. And, um, they, he officially put on there that, um, it is as official right now that Mandalorian and Grogu will be 2026. Hmm. Okay. As of the earnings call three hours ago. So. Okay. Interesting. So that answers the question about what what's the 2026 movie. I mean, it's not a it's not huge news because we already know it's in pre production. It's the only movie we know that's actually getting ready to go in front of cameras. Because the Ray movie is in pre production also, but I don't think it's nearly as far along as this one is. No. When they announced this one, Filoni already I think had a script ready to go. Probably. And uh, I don't was he actually yeah he was announced as the director for this one wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. But this is okay. but this is not the the film that. It was originally announced to, yeah, be directing. This, added one in there. This, yeah. I mean, this, um, was another part of the story that they're like, you know what, we can flesh this out, and this actually would make a good movie. Yeah. So, but yeah, as of as of right now, the um during Disney's Q1 earnings call, I gave a quick rundown of the company's upcoming theatrical slate through 2026. He listed movies confirmed for 24, 25, and 26 and beyond. Listing um, the Mandalorian and Grogu in the last group of 2026. Okay. Hmm. So, and um, this was over four or five sites. Uh, my re- reference here was actually from the, I'm gonna, just because I pulled it from there, Star Wars Newsnet had this one. But when I brought it up on just a quick Google search of news, that there was like three or four different sites that were all running this. Yeah. Well, I want to say um, condolences to the Weathers family and to his friends. Yes. yes. And I didn't want to start off the show with this, but it's a somber way to end the show. And mm-hmm. also, too, last week's episode, I, I went back and made a modification to the show that just released today uh, from last week, uh, which I forgot to mention it. But last week, or the show that dropped as we're recording today is the Star Wars Podcast Day episode. And yep. this is the fourth year. It's been the f- four years since this started, and we've been a part of it all four years. But on February 7th, 25 years ago, is when the very first internet Star Wars show appeared, and it was called Jedi Talk. Sweet. So... Um, I ended up going back and adding something to the beginning of the show for it to drop because, well, last week was just one of those weird weeks. I, I forgot to mention it. Um, but show title is Star Wars Podcast Day 2024. So, yes, glad to be a part of the uh, of that and uh, still going to we'll still always be a part of it. So I, I'm honored and pleased to be a part of that. We need to get Daniel back on the show again talk about how it's grown and and find out more about his database and how that's going maybe during bat batch or bat batch recap when we recap the season we should get him on possibly so but getting back to carl weathers uh carl weathers passed away last week um as we had talked in the in the chat what i've been what i've been referencing uh the champ is now one with the force point blank i first knew him as apollo creed the champ mm-hmm. and we will know him last as director and Grief Karga. Um, so to me, it's only fitting that the champ is one with the force. So that that was a hard one to deal with. And I think Derek, you and I were discussing on Weeby Geeks. How do we uh, how do we want to see this played out on? Uh, oh yeah, on the Mandalorian, or even potentially the Mandalorian movie. However they do it, we both agreed it needs to happen with honor. Yeah. It, it needs to happen with honor. So not like the, oh, that could have been Cara Dune in that ship. She's dead now. To, oh, we don't know. No. Whatever they do, it needs to be a a clear, honorable tribute to Carl Weathers, who not only starred in the show or guest starred or had a reoccurring role in the show, but was also one of the reoccurring directors on the show as well. I believe is that show is where he got his directorial debut on too. As far as I'm aware. Yeah. So yeah. Any other final thoughts, gentlemen? I think we covered it all. Yeah. That's all I got. So uh, if you want to reach out to us, Wookie radio at gmail.com or hit us up on X or Instagram at Wookie radio. Um, love to hear from you guys. And um, Ewing looks awesome. I'm still just blown away by how great that thing looks. It's, it's one of those Hasbro. I, Hasbro's done something right. I am really pleased with this. It looks like the same crew who designed like the razor crest and some of these, um, 
HasLab ships, the ones that had the super great details and stuff, is the same team that basically designed this. This could have been a HasLab. I mean, it would have been a lot less on uh, price, but this could. This has the detail of one of the HasLab ships. Could you could you imagine a HasLab with this ship, um, KE4 Sabine? And her speeder bike and her and her look that she had from the speeder bike. That'd be cool. See, that, that would have made a great Hasbro Pulse. And then you go back and you add Captain Porter, you add Lieutenant Callahan, you add RD3. See, that's where I was thinking is like, why does HasLab have to be a four or five hundred dollar thing? Do this as a HasLab for maybe make it one fifty, and then uh, do stretch goals may make them a little bit farther out. But the stretch goals are stuff like the pilot and then some some of this other stuff. Right. That's why I, that's why I said, you know, go two hundred bucks. Yeah. Two hundred bucks you get Sabine with the helmet, the long hair, her speeder bike, the E Wing, and K E four. Or at two hundred you get huh? You might as well have the pilot too. That's what I say. At two hundred you get both E Wings and the two droids. Mm. And the stretch goals are the two the each pilot and then maybe the far the distant stretch goal would be the speeder bike with Sabine. Yeah. But you get the you basically get the squadron. You get both E wings. Yeah. Because they got the slight differences between the two. For that I you know, I would do two fifty for the two E wings and the two droids. Yeah. Yeah. I would but do that. Like, yeah, it's a little it's pri- a little bit pricey, but it's it's a HasLab that's actually affordable almost. Right. Then your your next stretch goal is I would just do three three stretch goals. Yeah. Your next stretch goal is the two pilots. The third stretch goal is Sabine's speeder bike. And then the last one is Sabine. Yeah, with a removable helmet and everything else. Yeah. And that could be, if it goes, but you don't hit that stretch goal, you could still produce her and potentially release her later down the road as a regular TVC character. Yeah. So, and then that so. makes it that makes it a um a fifty dollar vehicle figure set. Yeah, speeder bike Sabine. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's I what they need to do. A little bit lower priced um has labs. I, I would like to see some lower one, some more affordable priced ones as well. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like they're going to tell you that they tried to do that with like the Rancor. Oh no, they didn't. <laughs> no, even if they they have it as a separate tier of Haslab stuff, like this is you know like the the high end stuff and the below. A certain amount. Yeah. But, but you know, um, the, they could still bring back that Rancor mold. But I think doing it as vintage collection instead, because I think it's still be scaled. I think it's more scaled accurately for vintage collection than it is Black Series. Probably. Personally, bring it back vintage collection. Give us the actual working gate. Give us the two yeah, Rancor. cardboard. <laughs> give us the give us two different Rancor keepers. The one who can consoles the one who actually was the keeper. Give us yeah, those Malachi two. Was the keeper? I don't remember the other one's name. Right. Do Malakili do the other? Um, give us a little bit more of a plastic diorama set with it, including with the gate. You know, give us the if you're gonna give us Luke cool. Give us Luke where he could crawl into the hole. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. For me, with that. I wouldn't mind if there's plastic bases and, and like the plastic molded gates with working drop and, and the and the rock foundation and you're gonna do the rest of the rock wall with cardboard. Cool. I'm okay with that as long as there's still some interactive parts that are plastic that are designed to hide characters in, like in the in the film. So but everything that needs to be down there or part of that set needs to be all the characters that were in that scene. So a Gamorrean guard, Luke, the Rancor, the two keepers. I think there's one other person down there as well on the other side of the gate. I remember right. So, I mean, potentially five figures with the Rancor. Put it out, 200 bucks, vintage collection. But your first chase goal has got to be Malachi. That's the only way you're going to guarantee people buying it. Yeah. You don't have Malachi and you throw a Gamorrean guard again, you're not going to get people buying it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe make the Rancor with the figure munching action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of hole out the back so that the figures go in the mouth and fall out the back of it or something. Or 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 do the split belly like on the, the old Tauntauns so you can reach in and pull them out. Yeah. It's got to be big enough to take the take the Gamorrean guard. Okay. We're, um, we're talking at Hasbro Pulse stuff. That's why I'm on the site. I was looking through their, um, just now through the outlet section. They have the vintage collection Chrysanthemum for 20 bucks. Oh, wow. 
It's but it's usually forty. It says. Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> oh, you're gonna do that. To it's me. on. You gotta go through the outlet. It, um, if you go to the Hasbro Pulse and go down to the outlet on the men, drop down menu. Yeah. I don't know why Kersan a vintage Kersan's forty bucks to it though. Because it it was deluxe. But it's still the vintage. It's not Black Series. Right. I mean, they have the um, Vintage Collection Phase 2 Clone Troopers um, were only 60 originally, and you got four of them. They're at 40 now. Yeah, it's... it's Uh-oh. You're, you're, you're taking me down. Don't go down. What's even worse, Mike, your Retro Collection um, six-figure pack of the... Um, what is Jedi. it? New Hope Collection? No, the New Hope Vintage Series six-figure pack for 40. Yeah. For re- the retro pack. I the New Hope stuff I haven't been concerned about. Because if I'm going to get those, I want to get the actual figures. Yeah, this one can't, comes with the Tuscan. Um, yeah. Obi-Wan. Yeah, it's, it's all reproduction of what came out back in the day. Death Star Officer. The only reason why I want the, the Return of the Jedi one is to get Yak Face and uh, Mon Mothma. Yeah. Uh, they have the Vintage Collection Speeder Bike, um, the one the with a Scout Trooper with Grogu in the backpack for four, 25 oh, wow. They got some good stuff on their outlet. Haven't they in the past on the outlet had um, had some of the HasLab stuff too? Yeah. I think so, yeah. See, funny thing is, I, t- I search Santon. Don't search Santon. Just go to the... Um, no, just there's go to the outlet and scroll down because it may not pop up on our nope, it it does. Oh, it did for that price. Uh huh. And <laughs> and Mike just ordered it. No. <laughs> uh, that one. Wondering if I have that one. I do have that one. It's right here. That one is the San Diego Comic Con okay. series or uh, vintage collection. And the because there's another one, twenty bucks. Get another one of these. Maybe worth it. Just so I could leave one sealed and open the other one. He comes with all kinds of weapons and stuff. Yeah. Essentially, the regular vintage collection is the same thing. Uh, just something I didn't want to do. And that's going to be a pain in the butt to get later. Um, so 14 accessories. Yeah. Big difference is the head sculpt. That is the big difference between the two. The head sculpt. Because it's essentially the same accessories between them. It's exactly what it is. It's the same accessories, just different head sculpt. I love how all the accessories have all these weapons and everything else. And then there's just a tankard for for uh, beer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And don't forget the fruit. Yes. What is that? Jogan fruit? I believe so. So, yeah, I mean, it's the exact same. Okay, nine accessories instead of 14 for the regular one. And then the San Diego Comic-Con comes with 14 accessories. So a bit more accessories and a different head sculpt. That's fine. But for, for 19 bucks or 20 bucks, um, yeah, I'm, I may pick up another. Uh, I may just pick up another San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. You can get your retro um, Four Lom and Zuckus two-pack for 17. Yeah, that may be a consideration as well. Because I have the I have the actual vintage collection. I think uh, I think we might be going a little too far down this rabbit hole here. Yeah, uh, it's Ken's fault. Tonight. We were trying to wrap up, but <laughs> well, on that note, gentlemen, sounds like there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jets, I can hold it. Pull up. No, I'm all right. information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2!